0: Everyone has the potency to be a sexual superhero. Get ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of The Pleasure Zone, body whisperer, Melissa Yelenich.
1: Hello, everyone. I'm so glad that you've come back to my next show. Um, this week, I'm so excited to... Uh, to tell you guys about the the person that's coming on today her name is Lee Hurst but first I'm going to tell you a little bit about what I'm why I'm here and what we're talking about. So this episode is called sex and aging and how many of us would just love to have more sex as we age or more right now. So um welcome to the Pleasure Zone and this is July 14th and how How happy am I that I am now on my second show and I already get to interview this amazing person. Um, Her name is Liest again and she holds an associate's degree in psychology and a bachelor's degree in social work with a minor in gerontology. So she's like an expert in all kinds of things to do with aging and she's actually kind of known in her circles as a bit of the Oprah Winfrey of sex and aging. So how lucky are we that she's on the show today? She spent many years working with the elderly and has classified herself. She kind of classifies herself as the Oprah of Aging, but I think many other people classify her as that as well. She's written uh, columns in different magazines called Generation Boomer, where she's the entertainment writer. And she also teaches students from universities about gerontology. So one of her, uh, one of her passions is lecturing and engaging with people. And one of her other things that she loves to do is that she's a healer. So she works with different modalities as a holistic healer and energy worker. And Lee has also been on different uh, radio shows and has done different lectures for different universities. Um, One of the shows that she's been on is America Matters. She also has uh provides many workshops on some really cool topics, and I checked out her website before I met her and When I met her, she i met her over the phone actually and uh when i when I was looking over her website, I noticed some really cool stuff like she facilitates classes and energetic orgasms. How cool is that so um uh, for all. Well, obviously for ages that are interested in orgasms, so I'm assuming no children are coming to these classes, but um, we've got uh, a lot of people that are entering her classes. When we were speaking, she was saying that she's got uh, couples and she's got um, people who are single, it's a whole wide range of people who are coming to her to uh, learn about their bodies. I'm really, really excited to talk to her about what she knows about bodies and what she facilitates. So, um Lee, how are you?
2: I am fantastic, Lisa. Thank you for having me on the show.
1: Great. So I have a I have a few questions for you, because you know, it's one of these question shows and I'm hoping that callers, if they have any questions, will call in and ask us whatever they like um about this topic. So one of uh, my first questions for you it, and I also did a lot of fun research, too, on your topic, which was kind of interesting and kind of cool to find out how many people are avoiding sex and um, how many people are actually thinking that, that uh, you know, sex is like some of the sexual things that that we might take for granted as being normal or so taboo for people who are, say, between, um, actually over 70, there was seemed to be a lot of taboos for people. So... Um, What I'd like to note from you is what was your life like before you started doing this work? Were you always like an amazing sexual uh, diva with amazing capacities to facilitate change for people? Or did you just kind of awaken to that?
2: I've always played sex and aging. I think it started when I was 24 is when I started studying about sex and aging and really coming out and talking to people about it. When I had my awakening, it was in 2011. Because you do all that studying, and it was really difficult to find any research on anything to do with sex and aging because it's so hush hush. I would have to, back when I was 24, I'd have to special order articles. You know, I searched the libraries at university when I was at university uh, forever trying to find. Something, because 'cause I'd have these research papers too and nothing was available for my topic. Um, one of the articles that stand out when I was twenty four, twenty five is some research I found that way back then there were three women for one man that were wow. and so three
1: older you mean like three women above the age of seventy for every one man? So that's I, a lot of action for him. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky guy. <laughs>
2: and, and this research that I found back when I was, you know, 25 or so, is that the three women knew about each other, and so they all decided to draw straws, and whoever was the person chosen or lost the that network would have to go get tested for uh, STDs and they figured if one had it they all had it. So wow. Yeah and that was some research and I thought this is all we have you know and that was probably back in 1996, 1997 I
1: guess. So we've come yeah. a long way. We've really come a long way from from what i've seen on the internet there's a lot of information um, on that topic and i think a lot of the information was hidden too like in the kinsey reports and i was looking for information on that and it was like the information is quite interesting in the studies but they were all kind of like hidden in you know university vaults for a long time so this is just sort of coming um, to be more uh, public right so i think it's amazing that you are offering um knowledge and information and and classes to people so that they can really start to uh, come alive again in ways that maybe, you know, as people start to age, they have this like crazy thing where i watched people do this. Well, I'm old now is what they usually say, as if they're supposed to die and that's it. And like sex can't go on because, well, that's it and I'm old now. So um, part of what I kind of saw your mission as was to kind of allow people to see that that's not it and that it can change and that you can actually have a life beyond you know age um whatever they say our sexual peak is these days because I'm sure that's changing. So um that you know the one guy to three girls I'm sure that was quite quite the re- <laughs> quite the research <laughs> it doesn't have doesn't really tell you a lot right other than hey there might have been some STDs
2: Something something that's interesting about that whole thing is I found that out when I was, what, 25 or so. And then years hmm. later, probably about five years ago, I had a client and he was turning 95. And he came into my office and he says, hey, Lee, I'm going over the hill. I'm going to go over to Sacramento and uh, celebrate my birthday. And I Hmm. said, oh, what are you going to do over there? He says, I got three ladies lined up. Wow. What's his? I said, come in, come in my office and shut the door. And he argued with me. He says, no, I, I don't want to have the talk. I don't want to have the talk. And I said, come in and shut the door. And so he comes in and he says, listen to me, kid. I don't want to hear the talk about safe sex because he knew it was coming. Because <laughs> I'm going to be for my birthday. He goes, by the time anything sets in for any sort of STDs or diseases, I'll probably be dead, so let me have this. <laughs>
1: Wow, that's an interesting point of view, right? It's like, wow, my body's going to enjoy this. Leave me alone. (laughs) Did you actually get a report back from him? Was it the time of his
2: life? He, um, two had declined his offer, but one said yes. Wow. And the update with him is that his birthday was in October when that happened, and he died on Christmas. Wow,
1: so... He really was going out with a bang, right? Good for him. <laughs> Lucky guy. I think that's awesome. I have so many relatives that are over sixty or over seventy that, you know, you kind of look at their bodies and you're like, kind of have an awareness of what their bodies would really like. And in so many ways, you know, um, you know, when I saw what you offer, it's like so grateful for people. Um, like you, who offer services to people to allow themselves to have energetic um, connections more to their body in that way. So they're not necessarily having to spread STDs everywhere. So it's great. So very, very cool. And where are you located? I, I know where you're located, but I'd like you to tell the listening um, crew where you're actually located.
2: So I am in Reno, Nevada. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And- it's interesting. I, I uh, grew up in Michigan, so that's where I did most of my research was in a Catholic university, which you can imagine is a lot. Interesting that was for a lot of the nuns and uh, people aging there on campus. And yeah. now I live in Reno, Nevada, and uh, I'm enrolled at USC in their master's program for the gerontology program. And every time, I'm on break right now, but Every time I do research for that school, it's the same thing. Here it is all these years later, and I had uh, I had received a textbook, and it was a really thick 500-page textbook on everything to do with aging. And so obviously I'm going to go ahead and look and see what they have on sex aging. Two pages. Mm-hmm. Two pages. Wow. And so, as much as we'd like to say that we've come so far, it's still so they you don't know, they don't want to hear it. They don't, you know, people don't want to hear it. They don't want to talk about it. But why? Why? Isn't it? It's, it's really weird,
1: right? And and the only reports that you really hear are statistics. Like, this many people out of this number of people are still having sex. And that's, like, the only report we get. We don't get the report on, you know, what are these people creating? Because we've got some people with some experience and some wisdom. And how much more... Awareness? Do they have of their bodies? If they're actually choosing to be aware, then maybe somebody who's 18 years old. And what kind of amazing knowledge could they actually be passing on to us? It'd be kind of nice to to hear from them on like what their wisdom is about their sexual experiences if they actually allowed people to um to share that other than statistics, right? And that's where I
2: come in. That's where I come in. Yeah. everything, and you know, I I think. Um, at forty two years old with sex and aging i I am pretty sure I have heard it all you know, can never sound <laughs> very egotistical but uh i I have heard a lot of things yes most definitely yeah
1: I remember having um a bit of a conversation with you uh a week or so ago, and I think we'll talk about that after the um, a break that we're going to have in a minute or so, um, and I really liked what we were talking about. You were telling me about a client that you had, um, two clients that you had, and, and one group of clients, um, the, couple, the male um, partner was not even aware of what his wife's genitals looked like, which blew my mind, right? So you hear a lot of stuff that it's like, wow, I didn't even know that was physically possible to have a partner for however long they were together for. Years and not actually be aware of each other's bodies, and how much more could we enjoy bodies if we actually were aware of what they look like and feel like and and how much more fun could they have if people would actually allow themselves to explore that and not be afraid of it
2: so true. so true and that that was a marriage that was over ten years, mhm, you know, they. Been married, I think it was like 15 years or something like that, and to not even know what your partner's body, what their genitals look like, uh,
1: that's tough. What if we could create a revolution to just ask everybody to go look at their partner's genitals when they go, after they get off this call with us? Everybody, just go look at everybody's bodies. So we have a few more wouldn't that be great? You know, everybody's going to get off this call and half the rooms are going to get start to get naked and explore bodies in ways they've never explored them before because what can we create with this call that will actually allow people to wake up and start to, start to look at bodies, admire them, enjoy them, and play with them and not make them so gosh darn serious like it's painful to try and create orgasms with each other. And I know you have some pretty phenomenal... Um, information about energetic orgasms and full-body orgasms, and to hear you talk a little bit more about that as well, and maybe do a little encouragement, uh, cheer for everybody to, you know, check out bodies. Um, So we've got a few more seconds to break, and when we come back, Lee, can you please enlighten us a little bit about how to have more fun with bodies, especially energetically, playing with them, um, and whatever information you got for us there would be great.
2: Uh, um, fantastic. Can everyone hear me? Yes. Yeah, you're coming in and
1: out. We, we got you a bit.
2: There, there's a really bad storm coming here, so I don't know if that has something to do with it.
1: Ah, it might, yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm just letting you know.
1: Okay, great. So um, right now we're going to take a short break, and we'll come back to the pleasure zone where we'll take more of your calls.
0: with Body Whisper, Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life, and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for the Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm.
1: Hi everyone, welcome back, and you're listening to The Pleasure Zone, and I'm your host, Milita Jelanić, and today we're discussing sex and aging, and we're so lucky to have an amazing guest named Lee Hurst on our show today, who has um, been working with people in this field of sex and aging for a number of years. Um, And before I go back to this, I'd like to tell you guys a little bit about uh just give you guys a little bit of information ab- about me um so I don't know if uh, if you noticed on the ads that it says i'm a body whisperer, so I also offer sessions um private sessions for people and I also teach classes and I'll give you more information about that later but just so you know i I also offer um private sessions and classes in various different um energy work processes like the bars, body processes. Um, and so many other things. So, Lee is also an energy worker, and she does a number of different types of energy work, and one of them is Reiki, but she also works with people intuitively with the work she does and has been trained by uh, a number of people uh, in her field to work with people energetically to allow their bodies to receive more, especially sexually. So, um, Lee, how are you?
2: I'm good. Can you hear me a
1: little better now? Yeah, we're hearing you a bit better, I think. So I'm wondering um, if you can let us know a little bit about what you've noticed with people with their bodies in terms of how unaware they are and what maybe they could do to become more aware. Uh, Like the couple we were talking about who had never actually seen each other's bodies fully naked. They didn't really know what each other's genitals looked like which kind of blows my mind, Um, but um, if you could, I'd love to hear that.
2: I think what people could do with that is become more connected, create more of a unity, and so that could bring a little tantra in Mm -hmm. with maybe sitting across from one another, holding each other's hearts, you have to make sure the person is totally comfortable so getting that breath flowing together, moving the energy between each other. Um, if, if it's in that situation that we talked about with that couple, it could be the husband or the male partner or whoever whoever is in that relationship to honor the yoni or the vagina. And so after getting your partner comfortable with the breath, holding their heart, looking at each other in the eye eye contact that's very, very strong. Then undressing your partner, admiring your partner, encouraging them, telling them how beautiful they are. And really don't see it as a body. So don't try to look at imperfections. That that kinda of comes out if you're if you're at judgment, leave all that leave all that behind because it's really truly a spirit spirit to spirit connection. When your partner's comfortable, almost, I I took a course from Elaine Cabin and that was one of the things is doing like a ceremony. And so this could be like a ceremony, doesn't have to lead to sex and just honoring the vagina, not, not having partner enter or anything like that, but flowing that love. So you're holding their heart. And while one's breathing in, the other one's breathing out, sending love up through the yoni to the heart, from the heart to the yoni, and just having that nice flow. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely.
1: So really connecting with their energy, right? And their being is what, what I hear you but, saying. It's like. I think, I think that, um, just my point of view, but the more that we can actually connect with an individual, the more we can connect with you know, it can become bigger, too. So we have the capacity to connect with everything and everyone in the entire universe through the experience of uh, connecting with an individual, even sexually. So um, when you talk about connecting with the heart, connecting with the yoni, there's also, like, the universal energy of all of that as well that we're connecting to simultaneously that can... This is kind of like when we're talking about the energetic orgasm or talking about... um, full body orgasms. It's like your body then experiences so much more rather than just the genitals and your mind isn't so actively playing with the, I've got to do this and I've got to do that, and just that connection of the energy and playing with it, which I I like how you describe that. Um, and the connection with people too, like looking at each other in the, you know, I think in my life I've had so many people that I've actually copulated with or had sex with where They automatically close their eyes and kind of like, wow, okay. So then I got in this habit of doing that until one day something got switched and all of a sudden I can now connect with a person by looking at them. And the entire experience is so completely different. I can be so more present than I ever was before. And I like that you pointed that out. Like looking in the eyes is so... Phenomenal! It can be an orgasmic experience in itself. Just really connecting with a person by being present with them, by looking at them, um, not judging them. And you were saying about that, not judging their bodies or judging them, just being present with them.
2: Because then you can you can honestly lose yourself, right? Because mm-hmm. so many people they have such a hard time with orgasms or pleasure to begin with that if you can make that eye contact and get that breath and that rhythm and stop those thoughts, you can connect and become one. And when you can do that, you talk about physical orgasm, energy orgasm. It is out of this universe. When you can connect on that level. But for women, the problem that I find is all that chatter, that nonstop chatter, you know, what's he thinking? You know, do I have, and all the women that are faking orgasms, and I know what it, a
1: shame. Yeah. <laughs> what a waste of time. Ladies, if you're going to fake your orgasms send your men to me because I'd rather have real fun than fake it. So that's all I'm thinking. Right. <laughs> I don't understand the faking it thing. I I never really did. It's like on some level my body would have fun anyway, so why would I fake it?
2: Well, because but people some do it people, all the time, right? There are some, there, are, there are some people, like the men, some of the men that I have met, they think it's that sex is supposed to be three minutes. I had a lover that he thought it was supposed to be eight minutes. You know, and why why do we have to put a time limit on it? Why not just explore the most pleasure that you can have in your life? And why not do that connection where you're so connected with the other person that you don't know where you begin and they end? That all of a sudden you are in unity. You are one with God. And it is mind-blowing. How do you get
1: to that point? Right? Right, yeah, exactly. Get to the point where you're actually, like, feeling so in awe of everything and that actually connecting with... And you can do that, right? You can do it without even copulating, which is the beauty of it. So having to fake it. And, you know, um, maybe if I like really looked at it it's possible that I'd done that before faked it but i think now it's like such a foreign thing as if it was in a past life to me that i it's like i don't remember it so much but anybody listening if i was with you and i faked it i apologize <laughs> so um i think it's kind of interesting we have we have some um questions coming up here and one of them was from lisa about judging uh, about your genitals after um birth and she just wanted to know I'm going to go back to that because I kind of like that question. Um, let me find that. Um, yeah, so I wondered if we'd covered anything about how having children affects your genitals. And, you know, when they when it does get us, like, what do we do about that? Like, can we change it? Can we enjoy it? What can we do with that? Can we talk to our bodies and ask them to be enjoying it anyway? Like, what would you personally... Um, what's your experience with that
2: there is a lovely person who is a friend of mine and she actually has created a class and it's um, she's getting ready to have the class her name is Lisa Rizzoli she's here in Reno but she's all over the place and she does pelvic floor training to build Mm. those muscles back up and she does it with this um, I, I wish that we weren't on the phone and that you could actually see me right now she does it with this it's almost like made out of a crystal, and it's an egg.
1: And oh, I know so, what you're talking about. And you put it in, you put it inside you, right? And then you do, like, right. Kegel exercises
2: with it? Right. Yes. Yes, yes. And, the scenes yes. are quite cool. Yeah, and so that that's something that she is, one of her main focuses, is something like that for after people have had children, um, people who are aging that have some issues going on there that need to build up that pelvic floor again.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's great. So, so like vaginal uh, exercises too. Well, for me, I think I practice Kegel exercises most of my life just as a way to prevent myself from going pee. So I could like practice how long could I hold on for? And that just kind of lent to having really strong pelvic muscles. But for people who don't have that, there are actually exercises you can do internally that will do that. And this is what um uh, Lee's describing is and you can take classes in that, which is phenomenal. So um, maybe, Lee, after the program, if you can post that on the Pleasure Zone on Facebook so people can find where that class is, that would be great. Okay. Um Just so they have some awareness of that or even to connect with her to learn more about that. I know that there are people in Canada who teach similar classes, and there are similar devices other than the um, the crystal eggs, and you can get them ceramic. You can get them all kinds of different eggs that you can insert. But there's also um, – there used to be a thing called the banana, Similar idea, and you would use it in the same way. So, um, lots of lots of neat things that you can actually play with, and those are just, you know, toys for building your muscles. But how many more other toys are, are there out there that people aren't even trying that could actually be a lot of fun for them? Right. So we have a caller, we have somebody in the chat room that's actually doing pelvic exercises right now as we speak. How lucky are we? <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Um, and if you could speak a little bit to uh, Lisa after the break about, um, she wants to know how does, like, she after having children, her genitals did change, and she wants to know um, why did it become more painful? Like, what is that? So um, if you have any insights into that, we could talk about that after our break, which we will be taking um, just in a second. So we're going to take that break, and we'll come back to pleasure zone, and we'll Take more of your questions from the chat room, and if anybody would like to call in, we'd love to hear your voice. That's always fun to connect voice to voice. We'd love to hear you, because listening to my own voice is great, but I'd love to hear you guys, too. (laughs) So uh, please do call in when we come back from break. Thanks.
0: Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Melissa Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. Hi, everyone. This is The Pleasure Zone with Body Whisperer Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at A2Zen.FM. You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melitza at Now back to the program.
1: Hi, everyone. I got a little excited there and jumped in before my last uh, ad, and I'm just that cute. So, welcome back. You're listening to The Pleasure Zone, and I'm your host, H. And today, we are discussing sex and aging. And we're throwing in a few other topics, like energetic orgasms, how to connect with your partner, how to connect with your body. Actually, to know what your partner's body looks like, know what your body looks like, Like, have you ever even looked at your own genitals? Like, how many women have actually done that or not done that? But what if we could connect with our own bodies before we even think that we need to connect with other bodies? And how much more fun could we have if we chose to do that? Hi, Lee. How are you? Welcome back.
2: I'm doing great. Thank you for this. This is fantastic to see everyone in the chat room coming up with all kinds of different things that we didn't even plan on talking about.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Isn't that fun? I know my chat room is always exciting.
2: <laughs> it's like well,
1: we had a topic, but on my show, we start with a topic and we just go wherever it goes.
2: it's fantastic! Everything's good.
1: Cool. So Lisa's saying that it's like her whole pelvic floor is like those pictures with clocks sliding off the canvas. Oh, Salvador Dali. So your pelvic floor has been painted by Salvador Dali. Thank you, Lisa. Um, And maybe she'll try those eggs again. That's awesome. It's quite visual. Thank you so much. So... um, one of my favorite things to do is ask bodies what they require. So, I know in the chat room we were having a little discussion about what was going on. Sometimes when you can actually talk to your body, um you can get amazing information from it. That's kind of what sparked me to say like, "Hey, have we how many of you have actually looked at your own genitals, you know, and like would you be willing to actually know your body and then connect with other bodies?" And I wonder if it's actually something that's um Less common in people who are older because there was such a taboo back in the day, even around masturbation, body awareness, like sexuality was really hidden. So I think the older the people are, it's almost like they might know stuff, but they're really not going to necessarily talk about it. So um, that's just me going on a tangent. Um, And I'm just wondering, Lee, if you have noticed that too in your practice, that that it seems to you that when people are maybe older or if there's a cultural thing that's going on where people in certain cultures will not necessarily be connecting with um, their bodies or their partner's bodies or there's like an avoidance going on there.
2: I think that there's so um, so many questions and so much judgment as we age about our body I hear a lot of people talk about, you know, their wrinkly skin. Um, I hear women that are very ashamed of their aging body. I hear men that are just so focused on not being able to uh, have an erection. And, you know, what happens when we put all those ideas, when we put all those thoughts away? There was a man, um, he came to see me. He was 75. This was probably two weeks ago. And he wanted to talk about his sex life. And I asked him, when was the last time you had sex? 1980. 1980. Wow. Yeah, married 30 years. Um, We had a really big talk, and he says, you know, I really have a sex drive. I really have this sex drive, but who do I have sex with? You know, him and his wife are separated. They're married for paper reasons, truly. And he says, I'm so afraid about diseases and showing someone what my body looks like. What happens when you put all that stuff behind you, and you're not focused on what your body looks like, or you're not—I mean, of course, I, pre- I preach to everybody safe sex, but instead of holding yourself back from pleasure, that you're 75 years old, why not even connect with somebody, and just do breathing and moving the energy and learning about full-body orgasms?
1: Yeah, can you tell us a little bit about more, what what like what is a full body orgasm and how much more fun can people who, say, maybe have mobility loss as we get older or people who are choosing to create mobility loss in their body as they get older, say, um, you know, their hips are sore, parts of their bodies are sore, and they could actually connect energetically. Okay. Can you um, describe to us a little bit about how that would work for people who are aging and how that could actually be a benefit to them if they're not choosing to be sexually active, but they could create this sexual energy um, and aliveness in their life.
2: Right. So what full body is, It you know, you don't have to worry about your genitals or, that you know, that physical contact. What it is is letting go of all the thoughts in your mind. So instead of, I'm not good enough, what is my body? Instead of all that chatter, shutting that off. When you first start learning about full body, you have to have like this breakthrough of letting all your stuff go. And that could mean even something that happened on the playground from when you were five years old. You know, maybe you've been carrying around this stuff with you that does not serve you. And so learning to let that stuff go, and when you finally, when you let all that stuff go, and you connect with full body can be done by yourself, but let's just say you're with a partner, you connect with that breath. Breath no thoughts, and then moving the energy up from the root chakra up, up to the crown. And you just keep moving that energy, you keep pulling that energy up. And, you know, it takes a little practice. Some people don't get it right off the bat. But when it happens, a physical orgasm is nothing compared to full body. Mm -hmm. Because it feels, I, I asked someone, I asked a male and I said to him, I know what a full body feels like being a female, but could you express yourself? What does full body orgasm feel like for you in the, in the male body? And he said, Lee, it feels like every single cell in my body is vibrating. And you have, you I mean, it's total letting go of any sort of control, and just letting it happen. And your whole body is just shaking from energy. And it can last for Hours, right? Like, yeah, it can last a long time, and it's just your body is on this vibrational level, mm-hmm. and there's no pain, there's no worry, there's no thoughts. It it is when I found out, when I learned about full body, after studying sex and aging almost my entire life, I said finally, this is the answer. This is the yeah. Answer.
1: How amazing it, right? Because now you're not having to. Um Have people go, okay, wait, but I can't do that position even though she would really like it. It's not necessary because you're working with the energy of the bodies and the people, um, not so much uh, trying to create a physical thing. You're creating an energetic connection, which is so totally different. Um, In in my um, body, when I've experienced that full-body orgasm, it's like the most um, delicious, life-affirming, Uh, expansive, energetic experience i ever had. And then I'm like, wow, so how does it get any better than this? So um, for me, it's like, and I notice people do that sometimes with sex too, is they go to this conclusion of, well, that was the best thing ever. Um, And whenever we do that, it's like, then what else could we receive though, right? So it's like, instead of trying to create that too from, like that was the best thing I ever experienced was a full body orgasm. Then trying to recreate it. Like, what if we don't have to recreate things that we think are the best and we could actually create more? So how much more could the people who are, you know, experiencing energetic orgasms experience even more if they choose to expand it rather than just, like, conclude that that was the best thing I ever had? Does that make sense to you? <laughs> I don't know if that's... A, it's more like a pondering question rather than, like, an answer, an answer question. It's kind of like, like, what if we could actually allow that energy to expand because it is a phenomenal um, experience uh, energetically for the body too, like what you're describing the shakes and everything, it's like your body, and then you get to really experience what it, what the sensation of being, being the being you truly be, is like it can happen. Um, I find it happens faster that way than it would say, and I'm sitting and trying to meditate for 16 hours until I came to some awareness
2: right With with uh when you're working for full body orgasm energetic orgasm you that awareness is you know for myself i feel very connected to the divine god universe whatever you want to call it and that's the closest that you can get with being human you know with being in this earth this earth suit that we wear that's the closest that you can get to god
1: yeah it's um there's definitely like an amazing connection to everything so for for people who don't connect with the idea of God there's definitely that that connection to communion with everything so you know you can't really ignore that there's trees around us but there's and there's you know leaves and flowers and everything it's like you that connection to everything. That happens, and for people who do have, um, you know, faith in, in God, then that would be their connection to that as well. It's really cool that people are, are starting to awaken to this outside of doing a religious thing or doing something that would have to be like, you know, a devoted practice for life. Like these things are actually becoming far more accessible for people and far easier to um, learn too. It's not like they're a secret society information anymore, like they used to be really secret. Uh, it was like stuff that only like the, you know, yogi gurus would talk about. And now we can talk about it not only publicly, but there are classes that people can take. Uh, Lee facilitates classes in energetic orgasms for people who are interested in learning that. And um, there, and she does private sessions as well. So for people who would like to experience that, even though she is in Reno, I bet if we had enough people that would want to have sessions with her, we could pretty much bring her anywhere in the world. So remember to contact her if it's something you want to learn or experience. Um, I'm sure she's willing to collaborate and co-create. I'm just creating that for you, Lee. (laughs) I think you're co-creating around the world for you. (laughs) You know,
2: it's it's truly not just for, you know, older people. One of the classes that I held I wasn't sure what to expect, and there were 25 people that signed up, and the youngest was 25, and the oldest in the class was 72. So in between, there was, there was you know, so many different ages in between, but it was fantastic because you have a younger person that's wanting to know all about this, which is going to benefit them as they age, knowing this. And then you have older people that are bringing new things into their sex life. Fantastic.
1: It is. I think it would be so fun that if I was like... You know, 17 and knowing about uh, energetic orgasms, I had an awareness of it, but I didn't really know what to do with it. But had I, like, my whole life been aware of that, what would I have created or chosen that I didn't create or choose, but now I can create and choose that I didn't, you know? And what if people who are younger now and they're maybe listening to this show who are 18, Don't have to buy the myth that, you know, sex dies out when you're 65 and, you know, you have less and less of it and you should definitely avoid genitals and all that stuff. So we're going to go to break in about five seconds. And when we come back, I hope you guys have some more questions for Lee. Um, And if you have calls, we'd love to hear from you. So we'll be right back with The Pleasure Zone.
0: Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. Um, this is the pleasure zone with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich to participate in the program today please call us in the US call 815-880-8255 TALK or Canada 613-800-8736 or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm you can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melitza at MelitzaJelanić.com now back to the program
1: Welcome back. You're listening to The Pleasure Zone. The last few minutes of it, I'm so grateful to all of you who have stuck with me through the show. It's so great to have you all on here and chatting in the chat room and asking questions and being present with this. So, so grateful for all of you. Um, we're Today we're talking to Lee Hurst, and she is uh, very well-known and respected in her field of sex and aging. She's a bit of the Oprah Winfrey of sex and aging. And for uh, any of you who have questions for her, we've got a few minutes left. So I'll let you guys pose any questions you'd like to her. Um, And also, I have a few questions left for Lee um, before I let you guys know a little bit about some stuff going on uh, with me. Um, So, Lee, I'm just wondering if you have any super words of uh, wisdom or advice for everyone who's listening today, what you would encourage them to do um, as all physically getting older, um, we're all actually aging. And I think people have this funny thing where it's like, aging means we're old. Um, but no, we're not. We're all aging from the day we're born, from the day we're conceived, we start aging. Um, so we have a lot of myths around what aging is, as if it means that you're 70 or older. And it kind of, it can mean that, but it can also mean that as we grow and get older, what happens to our bodies? So, um what kind of what would you like to share with us your words of wisdom for everybody around their bodies and energy and what you would um encourage them to to look at?
2: I think the main word that comes to mind is allowing. Allowing, um, no judgment. You know, allowance our body and no
1: judgment, yeah. So huge.
2: Allowing, yeah. Allowing and no judgment. Um because we're going to age, things are gonna happen with our body and accept pleasure in every which way. It may not be actual intercourse and not beat yourself up that you're not having intercourse as you're aging, but find different ways. What does what does sex mean to you? Does it only mean intercourse? Can Can you take a lover to dinner and have the dinner be like an entree into something else that could happen? So what I mean is, could dinner turn into this playing type field that could arouse some energy and be at dinner and find ways to play with your partner. And if you don't have a partner, how can you bring that energy to yourself? What are some ways that you can do to love yourself? And to bring that, could could you bring that energy to have a full body orgasm yourself? What are different ways that you could pamper yourself as you're aging? Absolutely. Whether you have a partner or not, you know, because I hear that a lot, you know, as people are aging, well, I can't do that, or I have no sex life because I don't have a partner. But you have hands,
1: maybe, and you have energy, regardless of whatever body parts you do or don't have, you still have energy if you're breathing and you're alive, so you can still play with these energetic um, ideas and tools that Lee gave us around connecting, uh, which I love, and a lot of them are tantric-based, but what if you can even expand them to what works for you? whatever works for you, because there's going to be something in that that may or may not work for you. So um, that's really cool. And we're so grateful for the information you shared with us today. And allowance, too, um, in access. We say allowance is just where everything is an interesting point of view. So there's no right or wrong, good or bad. It just is. Um, And if we could come from that place, then we're not going to be putting up walls. And that's part of it, is letting go of the crap so that we can actually start to receive each other um, and allow the other person in and have no judgment there. So um, before the show ends, I'd just like to let you guys know a little bit about what's going on um, with me the next uh, few weeks. So we've got a few classes coming up, and the first one is on July 20th. I have a Bars class in Norville, Ontario. It's at a private residence, so if you're interested in attending, please feel free to uh, either connect with me on my website at www. M I L I C A J E L E N I C dot com. Uh, or you can Facebook friend me, which I love getting like 5 million new friends after every show. Well, not 5 million, but I got a lot of new friends after the last show, and I'm so grateful for that. So you can Facebook friend me. I'm, I'm Milica Jelenich, and there's a few on there. So it's M I L I C A J E L E N I C. And I'm the one with the blue eyes and the blue shirt and, you know, super cute. That's me. Um, and I've also got uh, private sessions. I do work out of my home and uh, out of an office uh, not too far from me. Um, with my uh, my mom and I have a practice together, where we do body work, uh, we do bars, we do body processes from access consciousness. We both do the mitzvah technique, which is body work that aligns your spine through movement. So for people who are having body issues and would like to change that, if you'd like to come for sessions and um, feel free to contact me. And I've also got um, sessions that I do out of Toronto and I travel. So I have clients around the world that I Skype with. If people are going through stuff and would like to connect and um, they would like some information or to change something, you can feel free to connect with me and set up appointments. Um, Check out my website for my rates and dates and times that I'm available. I am... Just once again, so, so grateful for all of you and so grateful to Lee. And Lee, if you can just take a minute to just let us know about any upcoming classes you've got going, I'd super appreciate that. We've got like one minute for you to just plug yourself.
2: Uh, go to awakenaging.com and I have a class coming up on the 19th called Learning to Love Yourself, which is always a fantastic class. And anyone can contact me at Lee, L-E-I-G-H, at awakenaging.com or my number is 775-688-9837. And thank you so much for having me on your show. It was fantastic.
1: Oh, my super pleasure. I really enjoyed speaking with you on the phone the other day. We, it was just so fun. You're just such a fun person to talk to, even uh, even if it's not serious on the radio or fun on the radio. It's um, If you just need somebody to chat with who's a blast and you'd like a session with her, call Lee. She's like, really funny and very insightful. Um, and she's willing to go anywhere for sessions, right?
3: Oh.
1: <laughs> so, right. <laughs> so, very cool. Um, thank you, everybody. Thank you, thank you so much. Have an awesome week, and next week we'll see you at Melanie Clampett, and we're going to be talking about cool stuff.
0: Thank you for choosing to listen to The Pleasure Zone. Melissa Yellenich will return next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on a 2 FM. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.